Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Hey friend, what is up? Oh, you know, it's actually a beautiful day here um, in this city of Pittsburgh. We got the sun shining. It snowed like early this morning, but all that shit has melted and the sun is out. And I'm sure that there's somebody out here with shorts on because white people just don't know how to act when they see a little sunshine. So... But um, I'm I'm happy to see the sun. Honestly, it's been a gloomy week of rain and just like ugh. So it's nice to see the sun. Okay, well, how was your weekend? I don't know what's been going on with my friends and I lately, but we've been really like popping out. We have there's this new like foursome that I've teamed up with myself. My friend Clark and then um, a couple other girls that I'm like just starting to really go out with and stuff like that. And we call ourselves affectionately the Pedialyte Princesses because we be getting drunk out here and needing to hydrate the next day for like an entire 48 hours to excuse me, 24 hours. So um, on Friday, I definitely let my hair down, um, had some fun with these girls and you know saturday i made up for it <laughs> right i drank my pedialyte i took several naps throughout the day <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so today i'm just i'm back to normal i'm recalibrated and getting ready to start the next week how about how was your weekend i feel like i can agree with the social outings and a lot of things going on with friends. I feel like there's been some haziness going on too. Like it's like a lot of shit going on at once. And it seems like everyone around me is distracted as well. When you say a lot of shit going on, like what do you mean by that? I just mean like, you know, personal work, Everywhere around me, it just seems like people are distracted, you know, like it's just a lot of no one's really connecting. People are just kind of doing to get it done. I can't really say anything specific, but I've noticed it. Do you feel like you yourself have been distracted as well? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely have been distracted. I have... It's just a lot of stuff on my plate right now. And I think that I'm just looking forward to clearing it. But the only way to clear it is time. 
So there's other ways to clear distraction too, like maybe making lists and just no. The lists are there. The lists are there. The things okay. I know what needs to be done. <laughs> okay. That's not what's gonna what's gonna solve it is time because only as time goes on will the things on your list be crossed off because you can't do it all at once. Especially if by what I mean is a specific event or a specific thing that's happening in the future. Like those things, they're not going to be, you know, taken care of until they're done. Yeah. And it's no longer on your list. So it's just a lot of stuff. All the while still trying to remain social and go out and stay busy. And prepare for your birthday coming up. (laughs) Uh, Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, February has definitely picked up for me out of nowhere. I think I'm pretty much busy except for probably like a just maybe there's not a lot of weekends in February. It is the leap year. So you do have that extra day, but. There's a lot going on. I'll be going to New York for a week and then... What a luxury that you guys have a New York office. That is so awesome. Yeah. If we had an LA office, bitch, I would be out there at your house all the fucking time. <laughs> no, I would yeah. actually be in a hotel expensing that shit, but <laughs> right. I would be hanging out at your house. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, I hate coming to New York, by the way. Like, it's just... Now at this point it's picked up. That is so crazy to me how you just completely switched up on your hometown. Like that ain't even right. I wouldn't say switched up. If you know me, you know that I probably never wanted to be there. And as soon as I had the opportunity, I was gonna leave. It's not that I have a problem with it, but New York has served its purpose for me. There's nothing left. There's nothing more for me there except for family so that is the only you know family and friends so those are the only things that pulls me back there yeah that's true i mean you have had one foot out the door for some time but (laughs) i still guess i i guess i just associate new yorkers with so much loyalty to their hometown and like you still are you still always rep new york you rep your hometown and everything like that but it just it's still so interesting to hear you and Dominique be like, uh, fucking New York. Like, it's a bullshit. It is. Uh, it's like, dirty. and it's like, ridi- every dirty. time I come, <laughs> when I come back, it's like that, that feeling, it just enhances. Like, for whatever reason, something will go left. Or I'm like, see, this is why. This is exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> What was yeah. it the last time? Oh, you got the flu. That's what it was the last time. Oh, my gosh. Sick. I was we done. Sick. Right. And now I got to go back. Well, you better take your coronavirus mask, bitch, because. Yeah, I need to find a material mask online. I mean, it's definitely something that, you know, is widely accepted now. It's really crazy. I really used to look at my grandmother like she was crazy for wanting to cover her face. But I have no problem now. I want to get. All the masks. Girl, I have a box under my bathroom sink. When I hit that airplane. No, when I hit the airport, period. I'm covered. Y'all ain't about to have me fucked up out here. Tiring. But yeah, it's just the ebbs and flows. I wonder if this has anything to do with Aquarius season, perhaps. On why? 
everything's the way it is. The way you're you're feeling that. I mean, you're feeling that more than I am. I don't really feel like I've been particularly distracted any more than, you know, an average amount of distraction. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I haven't really so much noticed it in others. But then again, I haven't really been looking for that. So or, you know, I just haven't been tuned into that. So it's not to say it's not happening, but I just haven't really been aware of it. So right. I just wonder if you're. If your flares are going off right now because it's also Aquarius season. Yeah, right. It's also um, important to note that February 3rd, Mercury enters sensitive Pisces. So it could be possible that this could be a very sensitive time for me right now. There's a Pisces circling around in my life and I've never wanted to like trip someone on a cement sidewalk more than this Um. particular Pisces. And it's interesting because I have a really, 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 really close friend who's a Pisces and it seems like her oddities and her personality quirks, I understand them so well and they don't bother me. But those same exact oddities in this other bitch, I just, I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it. What's that about? The tolerance levels are just, you just don't have it. You don't see it for the other person. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yikes. Really don't see it at all. Yeah, that's all that is. Can't see it. I'm blind. I'm legally blind. I cannot see. (laughs) I cannot see it for you, bitch. Um, Okay, sorry. We're getting, we're getting off track. Since we're almost 30, I thought that it would be a great idea to implement a mini series into the show. Basically, we're just going to be going over our 20s. What life has been like for us from 20 to 28. You know, I think 29 for you, you've been in it for some for some time now. <laughs> so you can possibly speak a little on that but i won't really have much to say during our series on 29 don't worry you're getting close that'll be me by the time we get to 29 you will be 29 just putting that out there i will but i won't really have much insight to share you know like okay yeah it's all right i've been 29 for three months and i have all the insight now (laughs) i mean you got a quarter's worth you know of a year so that's a lot (laughs) that is three months more than me bitch like for real but yeah so we're just breaking down our 20s but in a very simplified way we ain't going in or anything it's just more of name an adjective that describes how your 20th year went okay i got one for 20 the year i was 20 i was a new sophomore at syracuse university And I had a year of college under my belt and a whole summer. And I think that summer was pretty crazy for me, if I remember correctly. And I would say that an adjective that could best describe the 20th year would be curious. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it was my sophomore year summer that was actually like a wild summer. I really don't remember freshman year summer. But that year and summer, I definitely think that that's when I started like trying more stuff. I think that since I was living in like a more apartment vibe, I was just trying to get a little bit more independence and stuff. I got into a relationship that year. I was just trying things out. You know what I mean? Just being really curious. So I think curious is a good way to describe that year. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, it was my freshman year that I wilded out in Atlanta. It was either freshman or junior because sophomore year I was in a relationship for that summer. And I was just like booed up. Sophomore year and junior year? Yeah, sophomore year going into junior year. So I think it was the summer after junior year that I really walled out. Because I really don't remember freshman year summer. But anyway. Right. What about you? When you turned 20, where were you at with it? Where was I at with it? I recall my 20th birthday being very fun. I had a lot of great celebrations in my younger years and I recall 20 being a good one although I don't what remember do? what I did like oh, oh I think that was oh, the year that was that, that was the year, the no, year. No, no no it wasn't the year that Carrie that wasn't the first year that Carrie and Christina came because we were still in the dorm so we were living on south when you turned 20 so what did we do 20 wait I think Christina came Cause we drank all that fucking tequila. That's when she used to drink. Mm-hmm. Did she come was for my birthday, for birthday, or was that just for a concert? Yeah, I don't know. That part I don't remember. Never mind. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Like, listen, the truth is. The- oh, your birth! I remember. That was when Dominique. The truth is, is, the twenties were a blur. So please bear with us as we try to piece this shit together. That's when Dominique met Kwame at the skating, at the bowling party. That was when you turned 20. That was my 20th. Yeah. Yep. Because you had that little bob sewing. I had the bob. I did this horrible pink lipstick color that I don't like looking back. (laughs) But I had the really cute, so superficial, the really cute Dolce Vita Vita boots that had the fur, the Sherpa in it. Yeah, I remember you were so excited for those boots. Love those boots. Um, It was a good investment. We had a lot of fun that birthday, but we did like other activities, I feel. Like, I feel like that was just the beginning. I know that I went to the spa that year. I had this massage or something and then after I went I remember that because the bob kind of like grazed the oil that was on my neck of the from the spa and I did not like that but anyway (laughs) um overall I feel like my 20s so at that point we had left the dorm yeah we were on south we lived on Slocum yeah that time Let's just call that year unprepared, you know, unprepared. (laughs) I was in a questionable relationship with my high school ex at the time that like carried over into college. And, you know, I just think that we as a couple weren't prepared for the growth that was going to take place during this time. 
So it got really ugly in that Mm. way. I think that my relationship played a big role in that year, in my 20s. I also believe that it was that year that I found out that my ex was cheating on me, possibly. Oh, gosh. We were having polar different experiences during that year. Yeah. Because I was, on the other hand, I was in a new relationship and I was just like lying and all types of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I was the I was the problem companion. <laughs> I right. Problem. I was lying to him and going and getting high with you and our other guy friends who would smoke us out. And I could never tell my boyfriend that I was hanging out with guys and getting high. Mm-hmm. And hanging out with guys and getting high it sounds like we were doing meth no we weren't we were just like <laughs> we were just being stoners right and meanwhile you're getting high could mean so many things though i know, you know you're right yeah we were getting high off the lord uh, um <laughs> but right. yeah you meanwhile the whole time you were like secretly going through this like crazy crazy time Secret. I feel like it wasn't Why? secret, but it was just more private. You were more private with how bad it actually was, at least with me. Mm-hmm. But we were still, you know, working out the kinks of me and with you. a lot. Yeah, we went through a lot too in our beginning years. That was also a time where I still was a bitch to you, probably. Yeah, right. In some I, ways, she okay. She would do like really fucked up stuff, like. Invite my roommate over for dinner and not invite me. Was that really things that I would do? Like, yes. And she only knew my roommate because me and her lived together. Like, did I? Royal? Yes. Yes. No, we were in Black Rain, bruh. Like, we actually ended up. Okay, whatever. You were still inviting her over for dinner and I would be in my room alone. I feel like, see how, you see how when you get older, niggas just start like confusing details and stories because I want, (laughs) I almost feel like, now I could be making this up too, but hear me. I think that. I knew Royal from being in like, you know, either Black Rain or we were both in the same in the same something. And then when it came time for us to like get roommates and like she needed a roommate to a dorm, she needed a roommate. Right. So I but it was but it was not even it wasn't like you was hanging out with her at that point. Like you just knew her from Black Rain. I think that you I think that you shouldn't have you shouldn't have taken that personally because. No. Maybe you don't know this about me, but when I'm like trying to get to know someone or like making a new friend, I really do like to connect on a one-on-one level for real. Like you can connect with her at lunch in the cafeteria. You don't invite her over to your house for dinner and leave me in our apartment by myself. Oh my gosh. With Dominique right. is there. I feel like everyone would be there. Like Dominique, Chanel, Aisha, everyone but me. That was the thing. That you had that problem a lot where you always felt like everyone was involved but you, but it wasn't that wasn't the case. I promise you. It really we'll never wasn't. know, guys. We'll never fucking we know. We won't, way, but I, I have trauma. I just want you to try. <laughs> to and Royal me. was eating that shit up. 
So we're like, you know, anyway, you crazy, but just <laughs> up prepared for that year. I also believe that that was the year that I actually ended things with my ex too. So yeah, it all went down at 20. The madness, you yeah. know, it began or it was re- it reached that point and then we had to yeah. I'm prepared. But it was And then good. what did we do, bitch? We left the country. Fuck them niggas. Exactly. Out, exactly. Exactly. And we came back new bitches. Man, that transformation was crazy. It really was. And stay tuned. Cause that right. that 21. <laughs> 21. Yo, that shit was patched up as fuck. Like we that's really like jogging the memory. I wish we had some sort of hypnosis or something to get us like just just get it straight to the point. Right. Cause we were struggling. That was a struggle. For me specifically. I don't think not so much for you, but what 21 I'm gonna be more I'm gonna be better no 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 not a struggle a struggle to explain it like next time I'm gonna really recount this before so I I'll be good but that was that was good wow you know and I also feel like as we move on through the years it's gonna be kind of like therapy for us too to just yeah it'll be very cathartic I'm sure yes like just talk it through Right, right, but it's fun because by the it time is, you by the time you hit thirty, you'll actually have a good idea of how you lived your twenties and all that. And I always Aww. say, you know, we live life we live life with no regrets, for That's sure. So true. I'm you like know? over here thinking about what did I do for my twentieth birthday that sophomore year. I can't remember the actual birthday of twenty. I remember living on Slocum. Hmm. Was I already dating my boyfriend then? Or did we start dating after that? I know, like, over Christmas break, we went on this, like, really romantic vacation together. Did you, were you in the relationship before you went abroad? Yeah, I was. I'm thinking about my 20th birthday. Not Mm. 21st. I don't know what I did for my 20th birthday. Wow. And you don't know either. You would have been celebrating with me, I'm sure. Right. And I also have this thing in my head where I feel like there were arguments between like amongst us friends that you never really had a good celebration for your birthday. I feel like it started at like you started to have good. So like you were always like I, I remember that being like, I don't know, like we did something, but I just remember you always never really being like fully happy until a point like there was a point where you know it was y'all like, actually gave a fuck and like tried to make it nice girl you are crazy like <laughs> that's what it sounds like you're kind of getting at like <laughs> no the issue was yo ass ain't never want to plan shit because you know i know at the, I in the beginning i was planning my i was every single day of the whole week for your birthday yes Exactly. So, I still don't like to plan my own birthday. Planning my own birthday this year, I just feel like exhausted. Stressful, right? I wasn't doing shit for my birthday, and now I'm going to the Grand Canyon. So there's that. What? <laughs> right. For the weekend, I'm just going to take a two-day, three-day, yeah, like a quick 
Who all's going? Drive. Ain't no who all. It's just me and my friend, you know? Like, we gonna go to Vegas as a stopover and then drive to the canyons and then go to Sedona, the spiritual town. Bitch, we know what Sedona is. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be nice. But I wasn't trying to do anything until I realized, wow, 29 is kind of like, serious because it's the last year of your 20s you need to embrace it so that's what i'm doing all of a sudden so that's why i said february i became booked and busy because it's kind of like one after the other after the other (laughs) it's like in a week a week and a half basically right well good for you friend i know right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yes 20s there you go. There you have it. What are we going to name this series? Like, this is almost 30, or is it? Yeah, does it look? almost 30. Right. Or okay. Things Remembered. Okay, that is lame. Uh, <laughs> 20s Remembered. This is, this is 20s. This is 20. We could just call it This is 21. This is 22. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Almost 30 in this thing. Well, Aquarius season, y'all. Aquarius. Aquarius. So here's a couple things to, (laughs) to note. As mentioned earlier, Around February 3rd, Mercury entered sensitive Pisces. So now is the time to tap into our intuition to better support our imaginations. We shy away from the superficial and are more committed to making better choices for the world. So that's basically saying, you know. It's about the bigger picture. Get out of that, like... Get out of your head of being, you know, like thinking about the material shit and things yeah. like that. Like think about the bigger, the bigger picture. Another thing is charming Venus makes her way into fiery Aries. The month of love, y'all. And say that again. I was just commenting on the fact that it's the month of love as well when you mentioned Venus. Oh, absolutely. Right. So Venus made her way into fiery Aries on February 7th, inspiring us to be more direct with our emotions. The planet of love and beauty is ready to go after what she wants and help us to be more bold with those we admire. That's good to know. I mean, it is right around Valentine's Day that you're saying that we'll experience this, so... That is certainly the time to go big or go home, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And also, it's giving me the vibe of you need to be assertive. Mm, Go after what you want. Don't sit and wallow. Sit and wait for him to come to you. Why? For what? For what? For what? You're a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can have anybody you want. Hell yeah. Period, so, Pooh. <laughs> so make the move, girl. Stop playing. Another thing to note, 
Mercury's in retrograde. Starts. (laughs) So that chaos, that distraction, all that shit that I'm feeling, I really feel like it was, you know, the the effects. Like it's 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 prepping me up too. You know, like. Okay. Wait. Oh God. I just. February sixteenth. February sixteenth. Well, honestly, that's a good start date considering some few other things that are happening prior to the 16th. Mm-hmm. So that's a decent start date. But you know how Mercury likes to give you a slow and steady start. Right. All right. Well, we'll be buckled in while we're here for this next long ass Mercury retrograde. I'm sure we'll talk more about that next week as well. Right. So moving on to the coffee table book. Yes. I really am liking this book. It's interesting. Nice. So the astrology of you and me today, we're going to get into the love part with the Aquarius. But I want to know what you want to know. Like, tell me something specific that you're interested in knowing. Like, say they have these different types. The Aquarius first date. Wooing and picking up the Aquarius first date. Uh, Suggested activities for the Aquarius first date. So that's all information about first date shit. And then they have... Arguments with the Aquarius romantic partner, uh, traveling with not them. Not that, not that. Let's do, right. let's do the first date. Let's just do the first date. I like the sound of that. That's fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Okay, maybe we'll pick two of the three. We can do. Um, Let me tell you. Picking the, up. There's a couple. There's impressing the Aquarius, brushing off the Aquarius. Making the move with the Aquarius turn-ons and turn-offs. And then picking up and suggested activities. Honestly, I need to hear all of them because I'm just <laughs> curious. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> Yo, I'm done with you. So, you here pick, it is. You pick the things that you're the Aquarius. What you want to know about yourself, sis? Girl. I, right. impressing, do impressing the Aquarius. Do that one. Do that one. Okay. So I'll read that after I give the general synopsis of what they said. Okay. The Aquarius first date. Aquarius first dates are, for the most part, lively and fun-loving. Not interested in hassles or complications. These colorful personalities just want to have a good time. An opportunity to get to know you better and possible deep involvements lie somewhere way down the tracks. To stay on the rails with Aquarius first dates, you should offer a few choices of restaurants, bars, clubs, or concerts for them to pick from. Don't be surprised if they have already decided what they want to do, <laughs> probably five or ten minutes before you, before you see them. Thus, it is not a good idea to make fixed plans before hearing what they have to say at the present moment. Some strengths that they mention for Aquarians and love is spontaneous, natural, enjoyable. Weaknesses, flighty, superficial, unreliable. Damn. Interactive style, lively, 
animated particular. I am particular. Mm. Hmm. Very. <laughs> <laughs> animated, I can see that too. Uh, flighty, explain that to me a little bit. Like flighty, flighty is when you know we spoke about this before, like being aloof or. <laughs> Right. It's, a, it's another way to say like unreliable, but like they don't mean any harm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're flighty. You're um, you'll switch up. You know, kind of last minute or just not really grounded. Yeah. In it, I see. It says irresponsible in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I do think flighty is like a fun way to say it. You right, know, it's right. like, yeah, they're really like irresponsible, but it's cute. Like it's them. It's like. Right. <laughs> What's funny is when you think of like a cinnamon for a cinnamon, a synonym for flighty, it said erratic, which is exactly what they said about the Aquarian in the workplace. Mm-hmm. That works. Erratic. <laughs> so it's like you see these. Qualities pop up throughout. Yeah. So, okay. Now read how to impress. How to impress. Aquarius first dates will be impressed by the more unusual aspects of your personality and behavior. If they find you truly funny, this is a big step in the right direction. Most Aquarius first dates will show little, if any, interest in a depressed, unhappy, or troubled personality. Although keeping light and happy might appear to lead nowhere, in particular during the first meetings with them, at least it will ensure you that you will not be dumped early on. When Aquarius first dates are not amused or impressed, you will know you will know it immediately, for they have little interest in hiding their true feelings. Y'all are bossy. Mm. How? What? It's like your way or no way, basically. Is that what you, is that what you got out of that? I got I got that it's kind of just like if you're not fun. It's We're definitely psychoanalyzing you. It's like okay, if you're depressed and you have heavy shit going on, I not think trying I don't to take want that no, shit on. Don't want any of that. It's like wow, your traumas. It's gonna block you from being able to connect for but from, that's the, why from they us being able to connect. Yeah, that's what that's what they say. Sometimes it seems like y'all are cold and you don't yeah. care. Yeah, like the emotional part is not there. Mm-hmm. But it is there because you're really sensitive way down deep. Yeah, I am sensitive when it relates to me too. If I'm involved, then yeah, hell yeah, it matters. <laughs> like you know, it's like. <laughs> it's crazy it is crazy but and also the appearing cold or aloof is in some ways a defense mechanism too like mm-hmm. what are you blocking what are you protecting let's look at brushing off the okay. Aquarius first date normally a couple of bad looks or negative remarks are enough to send Aquarius first dates scurrying off in a flash Thus, if you are truly interested in them, avoid sending any negative signals that could be even remotely interpreted as a brush off. 
Smiling, laughing, and above all, responding to their light chatter are recommended. If you two don't get along, chances are the Aquarius first date will brush you off first anyway, before you even have a chance to decide one way or another. Avoid teasing them about their little idiosyncrasies and peculiarities. Oh, all the things that I notice immediately. <laughs> right. Right. Just right, really trying to read in the beginning. But it's very funny that they mentioned, you know, like the Aquarius will pick up if it's not working out before you even have a chance to right. make a decision. I'm going to dump you before you can dump me. Yeah, and it, it it's not even, and it's not even that. See, that's ridiculous that you're looking at it from that angle. It's just more so like I've scoped it out so quickly that you know I've the decisions made. What are you sitting there trying to think it through for? Like I know this one guy who I realized I was not into because he just wanted to compare his life to other people's lives the whole yeah, way through. You mentioned that, right? And I thought it would be adult of me to. Just let him know flat out that I'm not interested, you know, and there were some things you did. Right. And I was like, there were some things, you know, that you said that I didn't agree with. He didn't ask what those things were, and that's fine by me. Um, But yeah, I definitely made sure to like cut the cord before he even, I guess, had a chance to think of whether he wanted to. Move forward or not Right Even though it seemed like He wasn't trying to Because he still was like You know Reaching out to want to Make follow up Right Dates or whatever Niggas be acting like They don't fucking get it sometimes Like dude Right Come on So yes uh, is there anything else? I'm trying. Is there one more that's like one that's jumping out at you? Right. I find this stuff pretty fascinating. I'm excited to see like every sign. You know, right? Because it, it's so specific. That's what I like. Yeah. Like, uh, well, read one about the Virgo because I just can't wait. No, we okay. Read one about them. <laughs> we can read one. We can read one. We can read one. I'm so done. Yeah, it had. She's like, well, read one. Don't read so, the overview. Just read like one of the specific ones. Okay. Um, Do how to impress. How to impress. We'll keep it symmetrical. Cool. Impressing the Virgo first date. Virgos are often impressed by thorough preparation. If you have your act together, you will have passed over the first hurdle. Such preparation includes not only making reservations, buying tickets, arranging comfortable transportation, and guaranteeing a certain amount of privacy, but also looking good enough to accompany them on a night out. Virgos simply expect things to go well, and when they don't, they can show a lack of sympathy and understanding. Doing your best is not enough. Things must be perfect. (laughs) Such demanding attitudes can stimulate some to higher achievement, but turn others off completely. Facts. Yes. Yep, that is pretty much the sum of it all, folks. I would say that was extremely accurate. Um, I love <laughs> when things are planned perfectly from start to finish. And 
interestingly enough, I've really only ever dated one person with that level of preparedness and punctuality. And I really miss that aspect of him a lot because it was great. Like literally every detail so coordinated, like beginning, middle and end, alternate ending, like the whole nine. Right. I love it. That shit gets me wet. That shit will get you pussy, period. Heard it here, folks. Heard it here first, folks. (laughs) You heard it here first, okay? Preparedness will get you pussy. So, I won't share anything else about the Aquarian right now, but I would like to end on this note as both the Aquarius and Virgo is involved. But I saw a tweet asking one of the astrologers, in your opinion, which signs struggle the most with love relationships? In that answer was Aquarius, Pisces, Virgo, Gemini. That is so sad. Do you think you struggle with relationships would you yes. call it a struggle like it's such a i mean i guess i get struggle, it struggle you know it feels abrasive right like it, it feels, feels really like uh like why what's wrong with you that's what it feels like but i do think that i struggle with relationships because if i didn't i would probably be in one right now <laughs> hmm I feel like I have had various struggles with, with with relationships and a lot of the times it has to do with me not willing to settle or fully compromise what mm-hmm. I want. And, you know, that that to me is a struggle. I guess I, I would agree too. I struggle with relationships. And it's interesting how some of the answers, you know, that you see in the comments really shots in the dark from some people you know like someone said this is coming from a virgo aquarians are dishonest pisces have too many feels virgos are too stubborn gemini's are too closed off i don't think aquarians are dishonest i'm not a dishonest (laughs) i don't think that you are dishonest I don't, but I don't, I don't. Yeah, I I can't, I can't agree with that statement because I am an Aquarius and I'm not dishonest. It's actually a pet peeve of mine to like even deal with any type of lying in relationships. Me too. Oh my God. Lying is the most annoying thing ever. Mm -hmm. I just don't even lie anymore. I feel like it's actually hard for me to lie the way I used to lie when I was younger mm-hmm. I used to be able to just look somebody dead in their face and lie <laughs> right. but now it's like I can't even really do that anymore <laughs> like it's really uncomfortable for me to even tell a lie so when people just like are able to lie so effortlessly I'm like wow you're really sick as fuck right mm-hmm. <laughs> you really are sick that is a sickness to me yeah it's crazy but I definitely think that Virgos are stubborn. Pisces with the feels, mm, I don't know. More like <laughs> opinions. They got a lot of opinions that they want to just have be known, be heard. Like, Right. 
Interesting. I can't really say much about the Gemini or, you know. Me neither. I mean, closed off, yeah. But I have limited interaction with Gemini in the form of Aisha. I mean, Aisha can definitely be closed off, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the reason that she has a hard time with relationships or if she even considers herself to have a hard time with relationships. I mean, sis is always in a relationship, so. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting stuff. Yeah. I'm excited to get to the last week of Aquarius season and see what else is going on. Right. Okay, cool. Well, now it's time for nosy new who all right y'all i'm just gonna get right into it um we suffered a great loss nine people died on a helicopter crash a little bit ago and kobe bryant and his 13 year old daughter Gigi were two of the passengers that shit still is like even crazy to say mm-hmm. like the whole thing is just crazy. I don't know. I didn't believe it at first when Chanel sent us a screenshot and I was just like, no. TMZ going crazy again. You know, like, there's no way. And then they were like, his whole family was on. It was so many false reports at first that I was just like, I can't believe any of this. And then it just turned out to really be true, which is just still so crazy. It's been an outpouring, though, of, like, positivity, I guess, and just, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of self-reflecting. It, it is different when it's someone so young, and the fact that it was three young girls on there, and Kobe is young, and their parents were all in the same age bracket. It's just like, dang, that seems yeah. really, I had really, a family, really right, a coach, a wife, a, like, it's just... It was tragic. The news is definitely, it hit hard for a lot of people. Right. Do you think it's going to be one of those things where you'll always remember where you were when you heard that news? Yeah. And I mean, where I was, it was simple. You know, I was just sitting on my couch. I was. Like, like what? It was because it was on a Sunday. You know, niggas mm-hmm. is really just chilling on Sundays. And then the Grammys came on, like, a little bit after that. And it was just so weird to have such polar opposite moments, like one of the saddest moments in pop culture ever. And then one, like, what's typically a very exciting and happy occasion, like the Grammys. Right. So it was just like, niggas didn't know how to feel. It was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm happy that you Mm -hmm. won, but... I really am not that happy. Like, right. Uh, it was just weird. Very weird. So, anyway, the NBA has, um, they did their, their tribute game for Kobe and Gigi and, and all the lives that were lost. And it was really nice, very well produced. I guess we're just going through the motions, but I will say that this is a huge blow to like pop culture. I would say like Kobe Bryant is definitely one of those early celebrities that were athletes. You know what I mean? Like that, but we're treated like pop stars. 
Like they were showing him in Moesha and um, on music videos and all that kind of stuff. Like he was in that first class of athletes who were also like popular in the music, like movie pop space. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Just like the impact to the greater pop culture at large and how celebrity has transformed over the years and stuff like that. It's just like crazy to see. So heart still goes out to all the families, especially, you know, Vanessa. And I just be thinking about those girls who are now orphans because their mom and their dad and their sister were all on there. Like that to me is like, that is, that is something there. I I was actually wondering if like the other families on the plane that were, uh, that lost someone, like if they felt any type of animosity towards, you know, the media for just sort of like, Making it all about Kobe. Right. And Gigi. Because I know, like, that was definitely, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, he's a celebrity. But it was just the fact that it was always, like, Kobe and Gigi mm-hmm. and, and the others. You yeah. know, as if the others... Weren't tragic. Right. And it's just sort of, like... I have thought about that. But I also said, like, I definitely feel like this crash would have been national news anyway even if Kobe and Gigi weren't on it just because it was so crazy you know Mm -hmm. like a helicopter crash I mean we hear about like plane crashes like in Russia or whatever like some shit that's like really obscure but I don't think we've had like a high uh, a you know a plane crash with a lot of deaths in in a while on American soil. And so it would have made news anyway. They had a couple what like, I don't know who, if any, there were any deaths, but I believe in Cali, there was a plane that fell out the sky on the fucking freeway. Like I forget what freeway it was, but that happened not long ago. See, a year or two, like nothing is safe. Nothing is safe. All these fucking little private planes floating around. Mm, I don't know. Right, right. Who, who's flying the shit? Kylie Jenner said she's ridden in that helicopter and that was her pilot before. Oh. All right. I bet a lot of celebrities were feeling that shit. Like, damn, that could, literally could have been me. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it happened like, that crash happened like two years ago. The one I was saying on the highway. Small plane, but still nuts nonetheless. Yeah, no. I was just thinking about like, even like the way this crash happened with, you know, Kobe. Why? Like what happened? Like I know it was foggy, you know, like, and that was. We still don't have the full details of the crash, which I'm curious to know as well. Yeah, they were like people that all we know are is that morning it was hella foggy out and i was just thinking you know that's the shit with celebrities and shit like you know when you have access to helicopters as you have access to cars like yeah shit like that i just felt like because they felt like okay this is a 
quick trip like the pilot or whoever yeah, might have yeah, just been yeah. thinking like you know it's foggy but it's a quick trip like it's only gonna be a we 20 we do this minute. all the time yeah like not really running the proper safety checks and then boom mm-hmm. yep yes yes did you see the video at all i haven't even seen the video like no i, I didn't see. see the video i like on I didn't twitter see i did search kobe crash or something like that and I didn't see it like in the immediate first. And I was like, that's a sign that I don't need to see it. I don't need to try to find it. So I didn't try to find it. Mm-hmm. But I was glad that the primary outlets didn't run it, you know, because that is just we we don't need to be seeing that, honestly. Like, that's crazy. So right. I didn't see any video. No. Yeah. I wonder if there is like a black box recording, though. That mm-hmm. would be that would be hard to hear, mm, right? I mean, I'm sure there is, right? Probably, girl. All right. Um, moving on from that. Oh, I did want to ask: Did you watch the Grammys at all? To be honest, no. Oh, I did. I watched the Grammys just because I was like numb to everything, so I just watched it. <laughs> I feel you. It was it Mindless, was okay. Just needed something yeah. to yeah. And I heard that um Alicia Keys was like the proper tone to have for She was really trying her damnedest. She really the, did. I like Yeah. I definitely feel like she did the literal best she could do. <laughs> like mm-hmm. with the really shitty day that she got dealt for a hosting an award show, but mm-hmm. she did good. I will say and she's you know, she's beautiful. She's super talented. She's, you know, she did what Such she Such a sad story. Like, I just, even the thought of it, you know, you just start getting all, like, teary-eyed just because it's like, wow, what yeah. a young guy, like, such a full life ahead of him. He was just only beginning, like. Mm-hmm. New baby at home, brand mm-hmm. new baby. Beautiful family. Yeah, well, moving on from that to some other bullshit. Um, Trump expanded the tra- the travel ban. Yep, it's this ridiculous. This includes African countries. This is just a few of them: Nigeria, Eritrea, Sudan, Tanzania, and then I think I want to say like Myanmar, Myanmar, Myanmar. Is that how you say it? And then like something with a K. I forget the other place, but yeah, Nigeria is supposed to be the most affected. Mm -hmm, Right. Cause they, yeah, I need to, I need to do more reading, but what do you know as far as how that will affect people who one are here from Nigeria and two people who want to come to America to like visit or something like that. Are they going to be restricted? And are Americans going to be restricted from going to Nigeria? Girl, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I don't have all the facts either. I need to do my readings too. But it sounds like there's no travel here. Like you cannot come here right now. Mm -hmm. Sounds like that's what it is. Or is it only as it relates to citizenship, right? Like I don't even know what the scope of the restrictions are to be honest like i really don't know but what's crazy is even though there's this travel ban i don't feel like it applies to americans because each time i travel and then i like ask the people that i meet 
in those other countries? Have you been to the States? And, you know, some people say yes and some people say no, as if like, how could I kind of thing? It's not that easy for them to come to the States. Like some of the requirements for people to travel here are just like unreasonable. Okay, I just Googled it because I wanted us to have the answers here. Mm -hmm. And this says the ban, which is one of the U.S. president's signature policies, now includes six new countries who have been blocked from obtaining certain types of visas. All immigrants from Myanmar, Eritrea, Kyrgyzstan? And Nigeria will be banned from the U.S. Tanzanian and Sudan citizens will no longer be able to apply for the diversity visas known as the Green Card Lottery, according to the Department of Homeland Security. Mm. Nationals of the six countries already in the U.S. or those with a valid visa to come to the U.S. will not be affected. Oh, so if you already got your shit, you good. But if you was in the middle of that process or about to start it, you're fucked. The ban has right. come as a shock to many Nigerians who balk at being on the list of the pariah states such as Myanmar and Eritrea. Sometimes Wait, oh my God. Whoa, whoa. It says, you know what it means for Nigeria, Eritrea, Myanmar, and Kyrgyzstan to be put in the same category? Eritrea is the North Korea of Africa. Myanmar is a pariah state and Kyrgyzstan is the middle of nowhere. The U.S. government does not rate us at all. Oh shit, he's pissed. What? Like what, Wait, why what? Did, I didn't know Eritrea. I didn't know it was bad like that for Eritrea. I thought that was like Ethiopia and them. What is this about? Like no, I seen I seen Eritrea as well. You know what I'm saying? I knew they're on the list, but I didn't know that they were considered the North Korea of Africa. That's like not good. Hmm. That's like a dictatorship. Oh, okay. The U.S. has been a strong ally in Nigeria's fight against the terror group Boko Haram and cybercrime, among other causes. Yeah, yeah, that boat, yeah. Nigerian immigrants in the U.S. are considered one of the most successful and educated immigrant groups in the country. (laughs) Go off, Nigeria. Come on. Yo, I hate Trump. This guy is a fucking dick. Girl. Mm, 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 mm. That's really crazy. So, yeah, I didn't see any... I didn't finish reading it, but I don't see anything here about Americans traveling to Nigeria. It's not about... Yeah, that's because we could go anywhere. Like, America is so fucking... We can't go anywhere because we... Not anywhere. Not anywhere, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just sort of like... It's not as difficult for us. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be difficult for... Nigerians living in how am I trying to say this is this going to make it difficult for people who are here in the US on certain visas is it going to make it more difficult for them to get their citizenship Mm. probably right right I wouldn't be surprised yo this shit is this guy is fucking ridiculous like he's impeached and this is what he's doing about to be on straight up trial and this is what the fuck he's doing all right. Anywho, two more things. Coronavirus. <laughs> Another sensationalized illness. I don't know how bad it really is. I feel like we've been getting mixed reports. Some say 7,000 people have, are affected in China. Some say nine. Some say 2,300. I know that a, about 100 
between 100 and 150 people have died from the coronavirus, which definitely feels like a lot. It's been a very short amount of time. But if these Chinese countries are actually eating bats in their soup, like, I don't know what to believe. Like, yeah, that's crazy in it, in the first place. Like bats, is there really no other protein anywhere? Like there are no nuts. There are no like fibrous greens. Like we're just going to go to fucking bats. Like that just seems crazy. Definitely a sensationalized news cover like not that it's not terrible that all these lives are lost but it just reminds me of like the ebola scare yeah and how that like was just a way like you know when they start putting these diseases out and what was the one with the mosquitoes oh not the west Nile, right it was another west Nile, but it was zika zika yep zika you know just these things as a way to as a as a way to control people i feel not saying you know it's not to discredit those people yeah downplay those who have gotten it but i have to say like there are some places that i've traveled to where the zika and like (laughs) other things were supposed to be prevalent yet i came back unscathed right so we also haven't had to have a baby, so we don't know if we got the Zikas until our baby has a weird-shaped head, but... And I'm going to mow my baby's head. Uh, helmet, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> my baby going to have a helmet on, okay? Yo, babies, honestly, I get... Oh, uh, man. Like, I get so scared of them because they're so fragile, so tiny... I'm afraid that I'm gonna like break them, and I especially know. like that that tender part on I the know. top of their head, and like just uh, floppy ass neck, the neck that just can't. The ne- even. Oh my gosh, the, the neck, neck that keeps on bending, <laughs> like it just <laughs> wobble. Like you just gotta be. Neck, you have to like touch the head. The head is soft. You don't want to touch the head, but you gotta touch the head to stabilize the neck. <laughs> Too much. It's too much to think about. Thank goodness you even brought up the neck. I forgot about that wobbling <laughs> neck. <laughs> you I feel like I've gotten. Neck? I feel like I've gotten yelled at for sure. Like as a kid, growing get the up, neck. When I held the baby the first time, it's like, come on, like <laughs> you know you gotta get the neck. Oh my gosh, that's too crazy. Yeah. So. Last but not least, some happy news. Sierra and Russell Wilson are having their baby, another baby. This makes Sierra's third baby, second with Russell. And I just thought that was nice. They just they just really seem like they really love each other. Mm-hmm. And she looks like a pretty pregnant lady, so good for them. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and that's all I have. All right, all right. That's all she has. Two cents, a two cents, two cents, a two cents. Let me hear you now. Well, work friends, I want to talk about the pros and cons of having work friends. Right. If you have any. Okay, I think that some of the pros of having work friends are. First of all, half of your week, you're at work. Like half of the hours in a week, you're spending it at your job. So, you know, that's a lot of time. Not even half the week, like really the majority of it. Yeah, I'm just saying like, 
you know, they're 24 hours in a day. I, mean, mm-hmm. I was just saying, like, the actual gotcha. hours. Gotcha. Yeah. But we do spend a lot of our life in the workspace. And I think that it's good to have the work friends because sometimes you need to vent with somebody who's actually there living it with you, you know? Like, you can always vent to your friends about work, but, like, they're not going to understand because they don't understand those, like, certain nuances about your particular office, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to have those work friends to kind of lean on and just who's there in the trenches with you and can really relate. So that's one of the the pros to having work friends is just having someone who understands what's happening. Another mm-hmm. another pro is having someone to share like those outside moments with in, during the workday. You know what I mean? Like someone who can laugh at a funny meme with you or like you can crack a joke with or something like that, like there with you rather than just like texting your friend about it or something. Mm. What are some pros for you? The pro to having a work friend is definitely being able to connect over the fact that we work together. There's a lot of experiences we're going to have. So that's definitely a pro for me as well. Another is it could possibly blossom into something else. Because for me, I don't really have many work friends. I actually like to just sort of keep work at arm's length. However, right. there were a few... And we'll get to that in a moment. Right. There were a few awesome people that slipped through the cracks, which I'm totally fine with because, you know, turned out to be a good... You needed A them. good idea. Right. Exactly. Rather than a bad idea. But that's really the pro for me. It's not really much. It's just <laughs> being able to connect on work-related things and possibly gaining a true friendship out of that. Those are pros. Okay, so what are some cons for you? Some cons for me would be, um, you know, maintaining that fine balance of personal and professional. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us, if we're being honest, a lot of us code switch. You know what I mean? We have alternate lives, alternate realities outside of the workspace, right? Right. So to me, one of the cons is determining how much you want to divulge of your outside life with your work friend. Because Mm y'all cool in the office, does that mean that it really translates to outside of the workspace? Or are are y'all just kikiing in the office? Right. It doesn't always. It doesn't. It doesn't always translate. Like for me, I had a set of work friends who I did go out with occasionally on the weekends and we would get messed up or we'd go out to the happy hour together, the work function. But see, I felt like with that, my reputation was at stake because maybe those girls were a little too wild so the con of having a work friend is you got to make sure it's the right work friend because 
people at work see shit they're watching like exactly and you never know how that could then negatively affect your professional right and not everyone gets the same treatment at work let's be honest so while the case may be i'm innocent and i just so happen to be in the mix with these you know girls they'll probably be the ones to get away you know and it will look bad on me the personal infiltrate the professional and it just be bad Mm mm-hmm Yep. Especially if you have conversations of telling them intimate things about what you do, maybe how you move at work, like just anything like could really serve as a strike against you at any moment. So you just got to always be ready. And I think that the good thing about it is we're definitely at a point where we can kind of peep it out pretty quickly of whether or not. That's someone that we can really open up with and and do all the things with or not, you know, I definitely feel like there are certain people in my office that I feel closer to than others. And that's just that on that. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I feel like because they have the same, you know, they have the same perceptions. Right. That person in your office that you don't ever invite over to game night because you don't want them to see you fucking taking shots and doing whatever the fuck they know that you know what i mean (laughs) like they no, it's not like they're like oh man i really want to be so and so's friend you know it's like they know Mm -hmm. that it's not gonna ever be like that so yeah there's been many times where like i've you know not many times but i've received requests from people that i work with that want to follow me on instagram but we have no relationship like outside of work like why do you even want to follow me why do you even want to be my friend on social media i don't get that you don't need to see my life definitely gotta block people so you get yeah no you get a decline and you get a block you know right now you just can't never search my name ever again like i'm glad you came to me now i know you're there I can keep tabs on you, like right, you know. But I've I've gained Joe style, <laughs> right? I've gained a couple good friends from work, and one who no longer even works there. Like I feel like I had already told the line. Like she she already knew about me and what I do in work, out of work. So. That was cool. Like, I mean, I was I was totally fine with that because I knew that that wasn't going. She wasn't going to be the type to use that against me. Yeah. And my other friend, like, I know that we're good because one, like, she felt comfortable enough to like share things with me before I even divulged. So you kind of gauge how you want to like navigate in those work situations by that like if you're the type to like want to share 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 like I'm like okay I see where we are like you're like I don't know if you're you know you're establishing that trust or you just feel comfortable with me who knows but yeah well I would say a word of advice about work friends is It's nice to have someone that you can lean on and lean into (laughs) to get through the work day and the work week. But, you know, keep your eyes open to all the possibilities. Don't ever get too comfortable too soon. 
and just tread lightly. I think that's the biggest thing is just to tread lightly with work friends until you can really see what's what. Right. I agree. Okay, cool. Friends. Dun, 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 dun. How many of us have them? Friends. Is that all for two cents? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, that about wraps up the episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Um, you can always find us on the interwebs at Sign Me Up Podcast. Hit us up in our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. Do you guys have work friends? If so, how's that going for you? You got somebody in your business? You got somebody that's made a fake page to creep on your page and be telling your tweets at work? Like, what's going on? You know, let us know. Hit us up. And be alert. Be alert with those fake pages. You know? I know, the fences. I cannot get got by Don't let your thirst for followers have you out here looking crazy. Caught up. Don't do it, boo. All right, well, you can find us. You can find me at Sydney Poppins 2. Cheeky Bobby here. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out.